0: Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit osbornmediahouse.com to get special access to. Come on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet?
1: (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock.
2: Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at This is episode 589 of Cognitive Dissonance. And Cecil, before we start... yeah. I want to do something to, to to really just call out our own party for a minute. All right. Cuomo, governor of New York. Yeah. I had a lot of praise and respect for the way he handled pandemic sure. part one. Yeah. And I know that I was vocal about that at least once on this show. He really manhandled it. He, he really, he really, <laughs> he really just reached out and grabbed hold of that thing, whether God. I liked it or not. These fucking guys. Now I want to say, because, you know, the right doesn't do this. And it's important that we make sure that we do Absolutely, this, right? Yeah. Fuck that guy forever. Yeah, forever. forever. Forever, right? An investigation revealed that Cuomo has at least 11 allegations of sexual assault or misconduct. And President Biden called him out. Step down. People are calling that fucking guy out. It's not the fucking boys club. Look, look what happens with like Matt Gates, right? Matt Gates has allegations, serious allegations. That he like <laughs> fucked a teenager, <laughs> that he's fucking ladies that, that he's basically raping a teenager. Raping right? a teenager for money. for money. For money, yeah. Right? And it's fucking crickets over there. And I just want to point out, Cuomo, I think he did a great job handling the pandemic part one. Also, Fuck him. Yeah. Let's impeach him. Let's throw his ass in jail. Get somebody else, in right? Him. Get somebody That's else it. in there. Yeah, it's
3: done. Hundred percent. And I, I gotta. I don't ever credit. look back either. Yep. I don't ever look back either. There's people in the past that have had this same sort of thing happen to them. I'm like, great.
2: Those were later Peace. Yep. So long. Yep. Don't need you. What the fuck do I need you for? Hey, if you can't do that, you can't. You cannot. make You can no longer make moral arguments, right? right? If you if you're unwilling to do that. Because of some pragmatic desire for your party to win some gamesmanship games. You 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 no longer have any ability to claim a high ground morally. Yeah. And if you can't claim a high ground morally, where do your policies originate from? Yeah. Where right. where, no, where is your, and I I wanna say I'm I'm proud of Biden for pretty much immediately. As soon as that report came out, he's like, step down, impeach him, get out of here. Yeah. Get, Get of out him. of here. Get rid of them. There's no circling of wagons around guys like that, or you
3: circled your wagon around poison. What do they do that for? It doesn't make any sense. But the thing is, is that the right is literally just trying to play a cult of personality game. Absolutely that's all they it is. Yeah. They're not, there's not a there's no chance that there's gonna be anything in there that's a moral conundrum. No. There's no moral conundrum. No. They don't to them, they say, Oh, well, it's all bullshit, it's all lies. It doesn't matter how much, how much evidence you have. It's all just lies and whatever. That's all they'll say. Yeah,
2: and I, I thought about this because I, the right is generally speaking more successful than the left in terms of coalescing around their messaging sure, and getting people for sure, for sure, to, absolutely to 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 do that circling of the wagons, yeah, to rally absolutely. around their horrible, horrible troops, right? Yeah, and so there was about a two second part of me that was like. Should the left be doing this? And I, because there is a big part of me that's like, look, we need to do pragmatic things first and idealistic things second. Yeah. But there are certain circumstances where the reason that you have the ideals you have, and the reason I want to win the battles I want to win, is because they are motivated by ideals yeah. that I find valuable. Sure. And and that I and that I hold honestly and dearly as part of my personal system. If things, I compromise right?
3: those values then why am I even doing right. this? Right. Then what have I yeah. won, well, yeah. right?
2: Because if you do it once or twice or three times, all of a sudden, you're just another cancer. Sure. You're just another right-wing party. There's no, there's no difference anymore. Yeah. And there needs to be a difference. And I wonder if, you know, as long as we do this, will we be sort of gamesmanship weaker? I think we will be. I do. I think we will be. But will our policies and our ideas and our solutions to problems be better motivated based on Better principles and guide yeah. the country into a direct... Yes. Yeah. So the fight is just harder on our yeah. side. It's just harder. It's just harder. Yeah. But I just—I just, I just got—I just had to say because It's the big news that hit today. Yeah. And I want to address it like just head off. Like, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. No. I, fuck
3: that guy. I'm on the record of supporting him. Fuck him forever. Yeah. And I'm 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 in the same way because I remember when the pandemic started and both of us were saying, "Wow, you, you know, he seems to be like he really yeah. has it under control." Um, so yeah, I, am I'm, I'm 100% with you, but I'm also 100% with you in all kinds of communities for that. Like, right. it's not just, you know, democratic party. Like, you know, if it happened in the atheist community, get rid of it. It happens in the skeptical community, get rid yep. of them. If it happens in the podcast community, get rid of them. What the fuck do you need to be here for? You don't need to be here. And there's like, there's, Shitty bad people that you need to get rid of. You need to get rid of them because they're gonna keep being predators and keep being shitty. Yep. And you've got to get rid of them. And so I'm 100 percent with you.
2: And if you don't, the thing that drew you to that community in the first place is lost. Yeah. It's, well, and, it's
3: garbage. And then, and then what it what does that say? What does that say to the people that are in that community that are women? Right. Like, oh, what yeah. What does it, uh, well, yeah, of what does it yes. say? What does yes. it say to the to the young men in that community yeah. that see that and say, well, I yeah. can get away with whatever I want evidently Yep. and it's it's bad messaging all around it's terrible messaging it reinforces the exact wrong thing you want it to reinforce yep.
0: but now hey you what are you doing down there I'm just looking for my mask all that is about to change because Stanley Ipkiss is not the man he used to be who can Jim Carrey is that's the guy hello the mask Ooh! Somebody stop me!
2: So this story comes from. There are going to be a lot of stories about COVID this week, guys. Uh, that's because there's a lot going on with COVID this week, guys. Out. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, um, they did do. A, they did do a little bit of a
3: backtrack
2: with masks
3: across the country. There was a couple of. They did. Yeah, in different places. Yep. Uh, certainly in Illinois, yep. there was a backtrack. They yep. they said, "Nope, sorry, we're going to have to put masks back." On the table,
2: yeah. The CDC came out essentially and said, "All right, look, indoors, yeah. vaccinated or not, you should wear a mask." Yeah, and I, I will say the messaging from this. I'm a simpler is better guy when it comes to messaging, you know. And I, I do think that the CDC has not done a great job of understanding that simple messages of, that are clear and consistent are better adhered to. I don't think that their messaging has been technically wrong. I just think that it has missed the mark in terms of how people respond to and behave sure, sure. around nuance, yeah, right? Yeah. We're bad at nuance. As a, as as humans, we're bad at nuance. And then when things are not clear and consistent and sort of unwavering and attached to specific numbers, then it gets latched down to by opposition.
3: Well, and the, the, the difficulty, I think the biggest difficulty is, is that nobody ever wants to see anything ever anyone ever change their mind. Right. There's yeah. this weird thing we have in our society where if you change your mind, then you were lying the whole time. Right. And it, you, yeah. you, you, everything you say from this point on, I don't have to believe because yep. you've changed your mind one time. But that's not scientific. Like right. Sci- sciences work like that. You don't go into the laboratory and be like, I can't change my mind on this even though the data points differently.
2: Right. I. It seems like, I keep thinking this, it feels like the CDC has to have their scientists who understand the science around you know disease and epidemiology, and then they need to have like a social and behavioral psychologist who's also a scientist to help them create messages. They really don't know how to craft their message. They really don't. They really right? do, do because bad you job. should be able to say like, all right, well the science has changed, and people should say, well, let's not change the messaging yet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because we're trying to achieve a result.
3: Yeah. And and when you change the messaging, and when you give people Little handholds, for instance, exp- uh, um, emergency use.
2: Right. Okay. Oh,
3: then what happens is, is they dig in. Yep. And when you do things for optics, like the Johnson and Johnson rollout, and they said no, there was a couple of problems. You know, mm-hmm. my very, very, very minor, very minute, yep. minute, problems. Yep. Those, and you stop production for a day to re to reevaluate. Those little pieces give the anti-vaxxers, all the ammunition that yeah. they ever wanted. And the problem is, is that consistent messaging that basically stops them from doing this is, is, is better. And what you need to do at this point, I think, moving forward, is never give them another handhold and just force yes, it down their thank throats. You. Because there's yes. no way, there is no
2: way forward with these people. No. you We, we can't, even though the science... You 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 cannot communicate all of the science because science is subject to change, and scientists are like, yeah, that's the best thing about science, right? Yeah. scientists will be like, yes, we change when the evidence changes, and it's like, yeah, all right, but um, people don't. Yeah. So we, especially, you've in, got our to especially in our culture, navigate that. Especially in our culture, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's been it's been something of a, a, a shit show, but we're at a place finally in Illinois, and I'll raise my hand and say I breathed a sigh of relief this week yeah. uh, today. I think it was. And our governor announced that they're going to require masks in schools. Yeah,
3: masks in schools. Because
2: the CDC came out with their guidelines and the schools were like, yeah, we're just not going to do it. They're just not going to do it because the local political pressure was far
3: too strong. Yeah, it's just too much for local people because they're fucking yahoos. Yeah. But if we look at all the Yahoo
2: places all over the map. They're getting fucking hammered. They're getting fucking hammered, man. Getting hammered. So this story comes from CNN. Top RNC official in Florida... Uh, Florida counts right now for about 20% of oh the God. cases, uh, 96,000 new cases uh, the day we record this. It'll be a hundred thousand tomorrow, but 96,000 new cases uh, today, the day we record this on Thursday, 20% of which in Florida. Top RNC official in Florida spreads COVID-19 conspiracies, calls vaccines the mark of the beast.
3: And there's a great photo of him with a Trump 2020 on his face, on a mask. You Dude. gotta, you gotta love a guy who's living so far in the past here.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I, thank you. I saw that that Trump twenty twenty. It's like, bro, 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 bro. Yeah. It's twenty twenty one. Just want to
3: point out the year. I know you. Looking at you, you probably don't know the year. <laughs> it's the back half. I know. moved past June. Are you kidding? We are in August, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, so good. Yeah, this is. Uh, so this guy is. He's basically calling it. He he's again one of these idiots who thinks it's a really good idea to compare it to Nazis cuz he says Nazi brown shirts and then he also has mark of the beast and false
2: god in here too. Well, you got you got to mix them all up. Sure. If, if you just use one I mean, insane hyperbolic yeah. demonization then you might miss some of your crazy people. Right, right. Yeah. What yeah. if somebody's not worried <laughs> yeah. about the Nazis but they're like, "Whoa, <laughs> But like seven headed beast with Look. like six crowns or whatever. It's a, it's a, that's what I'm afraid of. It's a three prong insane approach. <laughs> <laughs> it's, absolutely. It's like fucking three card Monty with like boogeymen for the right. You know, like <laughs> pick your monster, any monster. It's, is he got in the bed? They're behind the curtains. Is he in they're the, all the worst? He <laughs> They're all Nazis.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. It's not good. And this is, and the, what's crazy is, is this guy's a leader. He's a leader of a, you know, he's, he's part of. This, you know, he's part of the Florida Republican Party.
2: Yeah. This, this is a guy whose messaging gets out to the public and a certain—and the thing is, like, the more people hear the same message, the more they begin to believe that sure, message. Sure. And when that message comes from people that are important, people yeah. who are covered on the news, people who get their, you know, name in the paper— They're like, wow, I bet, you know, they can't say that if it's not true. How many times have you heard somebody? Oh, absolutely. It's like, it's like the fucking knuckleheads who are like, well, cops have to tell you if they're cops. (laughs) cops They can't lie. The cops can't lie to you. Look, motherfucker, everybody, listen, listen to me. I want everyone to listen. Everybody's allowed to lie to you. Yeah. Everybody. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Your wife can lie to you. Doesn't matter. The cops cops, can lie to you. Your boss can lie to you. 100%. Everybody in your life can lie to you. Now they shouldn't. No. Right but shouldn't and yeah. can, there's a big chasm, man.
3: And it depends on which side you're on. There's a should and shouldn't lie with cops. Because right. some people say,
2: no, they absolutely should be able to just look you in the face. Right. And, be like, oh. and then there's things like some people should be able to lie to you about. Yeah. And then other things you should not be able to lie about. Shit gets complicated and we are simple. <laughs> like, And yeah. it it's tough, bro. It's tough right now. The
3: idea that that they're able to tell these lies and these lies are clearly manufactured garbage. Yeah. Um nothing in these is is that there's never been any of these people on the right who've stood on their soapbox and said anything of worth about the anti-vaccine movement. No. About any I mean because one there's nothing in there that's of worth, mm-hmm. but there's never been even a, a a moment that they've they've said anything that that should alarm a rational person. Right, yeah, right? where you're like,
2: well, that is a good point. Yeah,
3: there's none no. of that. There's no. none of that. It's all alarming, yeah. alarmism, it's all bullshit, and it's literally all fed to them by trolls. Yep. That's all it is. It's just fed to them by either trolls that want to make money or trolls that want to destabilize us. Well,
2: and you you and I were talking before the show that you know a, a huge amount of this misinformation and disinformation and those two, two different things, it's coming from fucking Russia. Yeah. Which, of course it is. Right? Because we've talked about this on the show because we've been at war with Russia. We have been losing an, a cyber war with Russia now since I don't know when it began because sure. they don't announce cyber wars. Well, That's how cyber wars well, work. And we
3: talk about you know, being able to spread propaganda. There's no better propaganda machine than the internet. Yeah. And they, and these- and, It's a series of tubes. And, and they're open. These <laughs> crazy people that are in government, yeah. they just don't, they don't have any filter. They don't have any way to filter this information. We've made a, a culture so stupid that no one understands how to filter information yeah. anymore. And these people are in
2: charge. Well, these are people yeah. in charge yeah. of stuff. Well, these are, a lot. Of, a lot of these are, people who to be frank they do not possess any level of serious digital literacy yeah and that's any we've we've known that the problem of the lack of digital literacy was going to come back and bite us in the ass we've known this for a long time the thing is that it doesn't bite you in the ass all the time because you just got something wrong it now it is being purposefully weaponized yeah Against you by foreign actors, and this is not speculation. This isn't something like Yeah. this isn't That's like not what I think. the Tom and Cecil yeah. conspiracy, you know, yeah. Infowars hour. This yeah. is all documented shit. Yeah, Russia's not our friend. They haven't been our friend since ever that I remember. Yeah, and it's it's definitely it, in their
3: best interest to destabilize us around this particular thing. Yeah. but the but the problem is is that it really isn't because guess what we're going to do? We're going to cook up some fucking crazy variants over here. And we're going to, those aren't just limited to our borders. No, We're going to send people mm -hmm. all over the world and crazy variant is going to get sent all over because we have a chance to make crazy variant
2: a good chance. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is that if you're Russia and if you look at their history, Russia has historically had no problem throwing bodies at the problem. Yeah, right? I guess that's true. So if you're Russia, you have won war after war by throwing bodies at the problem. So if you're like, you know what, Cold War Part Two, which we're involved in and, and the other side isn't acknowledging out loud is happening. If we lose some bodies in that war, that's how war works. Yeah, it's still a war. You know, but I'll say this, we're down 600,000 people right yeah, now. absolutely. And if, if you were to ask any enemy of the United States, how... Gratified would you be if you could kill six hundred thousand Americans? Yeah, man, that would be a that's more than they managed to kill in World War II. Yeah, by by almost fifty percent now. Yeah, it's you know, a it's, it's an a big an, fucking it's deal. Big
3: number. It's a big a huge number. number,
2: and it's not cha- yeah. it's not going down. Right, we're starting to go back up.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> um, it's it's not only here too. We talked earlier, Tom, about uh about w- before we started recording, we were talking about one of the. Uh, it was Abbott, Greg Abbott. Yeah, I think his name is who who banned masks. He banned down in mask Texas. mandates down in Texas. Yep. But Tama, we want to talk about this story here uh, oh, because this is this is something that ma- that mirrors that.
2: This story, I read this, and this was one of those stories where, Cecil, I, I swear to you, I read it, and then I just I just had to set my phone down because I was so fucking angry. Arkansas GOP governor wants to undo ban on mask mandates. And you might be wondering, why are you so angry? He wants to undo the ban. The reason I'm so angry is because the ban was fucking bullshit in the beginning. And this fucking guy knew it, right? He knew it It was a ban on mask mandates was always bullshit. It was motivated by nothing approaching reason, by nothing approaching science, by nothing approaching safeguarding the health and dignity of his fucking constituents and the citizens that live in Arkansas, right? This was always a way for him at a specific, personal, one-person level to try to hold on to and consolidate power by doing something that would be very popular among his base and strip public health officials of an essential tool they may need to use again. And now that he feels the fucking big sads and the big remorses around this, it makes me all the more angry.
3: Yeah, makes me angry for the people in Arkansas. Right. And this, and the thing is, the way he describes it too, the way he says oh, why he did it weasley. is because, oh, well, they were going to pass it anyway with an overridable veto, so I did it anyway. And I was just thinking to myself, well then just fucking make them do that. Yeah. Stand on your then, principles, then stand pussy. Stand on your principles and fucking yeah. then. Just just like what they do with this bullshit filibuster. It's like, well, the the threat is there and they'll do the filibuster. Then make them do the filibuster. I know. Same thing here. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna override me. Well then make them
2: override you with the veto. At least history will look back on you and say, well, at least the governor wasn't an idiot. Well, the thing is like it, when you shave your fucking face in the mirror, you know it's not on you. Yeah. Don't you want to live a life where like if people die it's not on you? It's not on you. And you weren't just like well, I don't want to lose my fucking job. Get the fuck out of here. It's
3: unreal that this guy would let this happen. And then to to walk it back to say now he's a he's sad about that man. None of these people cared about this, but they didn't realize how difficult Delta was going to be to deal with. They yeah. didn't realize it, right? You know, that's I think that's what happened with the CDC too, is that they didn't realize Delta was going to come in, and they made these these assumptions based on not Delta and right. then we went out and did all the things. Yo, know, you don't have to be masked. You don't have to be, you know, you're around people who are vaccinated. If you're un- if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. You could go outside and do literally anything unmasked. And they didn't account for how bad and how easy delta is to spread. And so everybody's got to walk everything back now because we didn't because that's how this works. And I th- hope that for the future what we do is we see that fuck You know what? Another Delta can be around the corner. So why don't we just take it easy and try to get these numbers down to fucking in the tensies? Right. Let's do that instead of what we're doing, which is every few, you know, it's it's like when you have a cut on your arm and there's a Band-Aid on it. And you know, it's still bleeding and you take the bandaid off and right. it starts bleeding again because you pulled the scab off. And you're like, fuck. And then you got to put a bandaid on there or, you know, you got a bloody nose and you're holding right. it and then you take it off and it starts, bleeding. Like, fuck. And then you got to hold it again for a while and close it. Same fucking thing. You keep on doing this thing over and over and there's this flood and not, flood and not, not flood and not. And we could easily just cut all this out if we just came at this in a way that was
2: more forceful. we're not doing more forceful and the thing with delta that makes me nuts is we knew about delta in march yeah delta's not like yeah it's here it is it's ripping and tearing through its through through america in june july and august but this this was the scourge of india in february and march there are no but globally there are no borders yeah right that's not a real thing anymore so if you know that there is a Uber fucking contagious variant ripping its way through some part of the world. Yeah, but they didn't they, know they didn't know that the vaccinated could transmit it though. They, they only found that out very recently. Th- and that's and Cecil, you're you're absolutely right. And so I like, I want it. You're you're absolutely right. But I guess like shame on us for assuming. Well, I guess it's you're, you're true. You know?
3: It's one hundred percent true. But they did not know that. Yeah until very recently, yeah. I was listening to a daily where they said the viral load in the mouth and throat is the same in a vaccinated and As unvaccinated. Vaccinated. Yeah. And the reason why is because your body's fighting it inside where it counts. It's not fighting it in your nose. On your and nose, mouth. yeah. doesn't care. It literally does not care. Your body is like fuck it that's not a place i need to be let's do it down here where it matters and so that's where it's fighting it and so your body is just able to spread it you're able to you're vaccinated you're able to spread Spread it it just as much as me i can get it tomorrow and spread it like crazy and not realize it and so masks for people who are vaccinated are even more important now because you could be a carrier and not even ever
2: be sick yeah you may be entirely asymptomatic and be shitting virus that's but it's like, again, I come back like let's let's just not take our foot off the gas. Just, yeah, just 100%. when this is still an keep international it, problem, keep it, keep it going. Try to
3: get it down to to tensies. Yeah, let's you can do it. You but, can do it but the problem is, is we 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 have we have people in this country that are actively fighting against this tooth and nail. You have governors in this country that are fighting against any of this stuff. This was one of them. This, this Arkansas was. governor was one of them and now he's he wants it back and there's Republicans too that are trying to walk this back. But you wrote it too hard. It's yep. just like with the January yep. 6th thing. You wrote it too hard. You you tried too hard and now you want to take this big step back. No fuck you. You're in it.
2: Yep. You're well in. and inexplicably DeSantis in Florida is 100% doubling down. They are the 80. I read to this morning, 86% of their ICU beds are full right now. There is no reason to think that Florida is going to get better over the next several weeks. It's only likely to get worse. Like that's the trend. Sure, line, right. Sure. And DeSantis is like absolutely die hard. I think he's doubling down in that sort of Trumpian way. Cause he's a, he's very much a Trumper style politician. That like he's just going to try to will this out of existence, or will this out of the yeah. political sphere? And I, that it's it's just such irresponsible governance. It's terrible. You raised your hand and said, "Let me be responsible for you guys." That's like that's like, seriously. It's it's like saying like I'm going to be the designated driver, and then as soon as everybody goes in the bar. You fucking chug a fifth of vodka. It's insane to me that the guy would even raise
3: your hand if you don't care about other people. Right. Why do it? Yeah. Why even have that job? It's all for power.
2: It's all power. That's all it is. It's all power. That's why they're afraid to lose a job like this, right? Because I wouldn't be afraid to lose a job if it meant I did the right thing. Yeah. Because I would just go get another job. Sure. And these guys are not unskilled, uneducated people that can't go find work. Yeah. They just can't find power
3: in the same way. In the same way. You're probably right. Senator Lindsey Graham tested positive oh, this week.
2: He got vaccinated he's okay. though. He got vaccinated I know. Though. And, and
3: you know, he didn't get vaccinated loudly, but he got vaccinated. Yeah. And now he's saying it's because of the vaccine that I'm able to, you know, that it's just it's, mild. Right. But I did get it. He got it on Mansion's boat while they were jerking each other up <laughs> in a circle jerk, <laughs> trying to talk about this, this bill that Kristen cinema was never going to let pass. I know. I so, know. Yeah. So, um, God, it was those I hate people, those two. I want to shoot them into the moon. I just want to shoot them into the moon
2: and be like, "You guys are gone so long. Thanks for ruining it. It's thanks so for ruining terrible. everything. It's so terrible. They're just the worst." You want to know how bad this pandemic is? It couldn't even. It, we couldn't get one win out of this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Herman Cain's not a win. Herman Cain's not Herman a win. Cain's not a win. He was nobody already. Yeah, he's not Like a he win. was. He was effectively politically yeah. dead before he died. And, but I will say this though. There's. There's,
3: you know, so many of these big wigs on the right all got vaccinated. Yeah, they were vaccinated. They were all vaccinated. Day they were in the one day one. They were all day vaccinated. Yep. So none of these big wigs, it doesn't matter how bad Delta gets. Yep. None of these big wigs are going to No one get is telling
2: me that Tucker Carlson Nobody, isn't vaccinated. I don't these guys, these guys I, are drinking it. Marjorie like, Taylor Green. I guarantee is yeah, vaccinated. 100%. Guaranteed. They are fucking drinking fucking igloo coolers Guarant full fucking of fucking tea. Moderna. That fucking Bobert, guaranteed. Guar- yeah. Guaranteed. 100%. Um,
3: so, yeah, but he got it and it's it's a sad day that he's not going to, Lindsey Graham is, because Lindsey Graham is genuinely the worst person. He's the, one of the worst people I, on but, the planet. He is an awful, awful human being.
2: I, I did genuinely have a little hope when it was like, all right, it's a pandemic and like it's going to hit the right because they're goofballs and they're, they're going to do this anti-mask show. I was like... Maybe we'll get a win or two out of this. Yeah, no, you didn't get a We win. didn't get a you single get a win. Single. Worst pandemic ever.
3: I know, man. We even got Trump for a few
2: hours. That was
3: exciting. We we're so close, man. So close. Um, Tom, you know, more stuff also about COVID, specifically Kevin Sorbo of <clears throat> Hercules and God Christian is cinema. not dead yeah. fame. We've done one of his movies on God awful movies. Uh, here is the tweet, Kevin Sorbo. New York is now requiring proof of, proof of vaccination for indoor dining and gyms. It took a year and a half. I did not see that coming. Nazi is uh, spelled like the Third Reich.
2: You know, Cecil, there are so many corollaries to requiring proof of vaccination for indoor dining and Broadway to the time they stripped Jewish people of all of their property, herded them into ghettos, put them on boxcars, and then killed them in slave labor camps yeah. by the millions. It's essentially the it's same thing. thing. I watch the History Channel too, Tom. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, basically, it, it, it is exactly the same thing yeah. to be like, I didn't get to go to a restaurant unless I got uh, a vaccine. That is the same thing as— uh, your business is now the property of non-Jews. Here, you now live in a slum until such time as we can relocate you or kill be you. Starved in a prison here, camp. Here, That's a, I yeah. don't even know what. I don't even know. We should just name it the same thing. It's the same exact I thing. I will say one hundred
3: percent. I am so for businesses to do this. Yeah. 100%. Oh my God. Yeah. Please, please, please do this. They are, uh. Currently, my work is over 90% vaccinated. So my work... That's awesome. Over 90% are vaccinated. We're not even allowed to ask. Yeah. Um, And we're requiring it unless you prove something. Like, unless you prove, like, I think there's, like, a religious exemption and a couple other things that they can (laughs) do to say that they don't want to get it. But they're rapid testing everybody that's not. Um, So, and we have a big staff. I mean, at this point, we have... I want to say there's 4,000 employees. So it's a big, big staff. Um, So... Uh, So they're, they're, they're testing everybody uh, that isn't going to do it. But I will say this is, I would a hundred percent give, go visit this restaurant, any restaurant that did this in the Chicagoland area, they would get my business. They would get my business so quickly. Absolutely. I would absolutely go to a place like this and, and give them my money because my God, what a great idea.
2: I hope Cecil to see filters online where you can search for vaccine required businesses. Oh, wouldn't that be great? So I can just patronize those places. Wouldn't that be great? And I, I don't think that that's a crazy filter. I think I think we'll see that at some point. You know, so I can say, oh, let's let's go out to eat and I'll search for, you know, restaurants, Italian food within 10 miles from me, vaccine required. Yeah, and I I I could not imagine clicking on anything else. That would be a great. Why trip? would I ever click on anything it would be different?
3: So great. I hope that they require it for the airlines in the future.
2: Oh, I don't. And I know. And
3: I think I think you know, at this point, they're talking about within a month. I I think it was about a month. They're going to stop the emergency use. It's going to be a full on. And at that point, there can't be any pushback from certain places. You got to. You can just require it. They're going to make the military get it. Yeah. So there's a bunch of a bunch of people are going to have to get this, and you know, so we're, you know, I I I hope that there is a, a another search because people's lives are a little tougher.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, next with, with within a month, it should the vaccine also should be available for kids. Yeah. So kids right now twelve and under that's forty seven million Americans that are not eligible for the vaccine. Sure. That's a lot of opportunity to continue to create variants and continue yeah, community sure. spread. That's a for huge sure. number of people. So, but they they should have by next month. They should have the opportunity to get the first shot. And I really think that after you give everybody an opportunity <clears throat> to get the shot, right, and to get into and to be fully vaccinated, I think it's entirely reasonable to begin getting reasonably draconian. And I think one of the best things to do, um, if you're an insurance company, yeah. Right? Yeah, you said so this, yeah. Life insurance should not yeah, cover you. Life
3: know? insurance and health insurance.
2: And health insurance should not cover COVID-related illnesses sure. if, you per, if you, unless you have a medical exemption, right? It's unfair if you have a medical exemption. If
3: you're choosing, you know, right. that's that's the wording. If I'm choosing not to get the vaccine, medical exemption isn't you choosing. Right. There's no choice. That's no choice. I don't have right. a choice. So I don't want to shit on those my people doctor, at all. My doctor saying it, that's not a choice. Right. I didn't make that choice. Right. But if you are choosing not to get the vaccine... Yeah.
2: yeah, fuck you. Make then, your life hard. Yeah. Fuck you. It should it should just be really yeah. fucking annoying 100%. to do everything. Yeah. And it should be more expensive because you are a bigger burden on society, right? That's how insurance works. Sure. Insurance pools risk and pools resource. That's, that's the nature of insurance as a scheme. So we already have a history of doing this. If you smoke, insurance yeah. is allowed to charge you up to 50% more by law. You can charge up to 50% more for medical insurance for smokers versus non-smokers. Because it's a choice that you make that puts you at a such an increased risk. It's one of the most risky behaviors you can engage. try to
3: get life insurance in your
2: forties. Yeah, let I me mean, just
3: just just try to do that yeah, in your forties. Yeah, right.
2: It, they they come out and draw your blood for yeah. nicotine. Try places. to get
3: try to get yep. it in your forties. See yep. what happens. Yep. See what kind of
2: fucking ringer they put you through. Yep. And the same thing, like try to get it in your twenties. They don't even care. Oh, I know. When I had life insurance in my twenties, they're like. I was like, I want, you know, whatever coverage. And like, it's eleven dollars a year. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, do you you blood? And they're like, You're not gonna die. It's uh, no. The actuaries have crunched this. Yeah. We're in your 40s. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I want extra number of coverage. Like, we're coming out. Yeah. We're gonna weigh you. Yeah. We're gonna draw your blood. Yeah. You know, we're gonna ask you questions about whether you and the other thing is like they ask you questions like, do you skydive? Do you do these high risk activities? Because if I go do those activities and I said I didn't do them and I die, they don't pay out my life insurance. Yeah. So, COVID should really be the same thing. If yeah. I'm vaccinated and I die, they should pay it. Yeah. If I choose to be unvaccinated and I die, nobody should pay. So you cho- that's a choice. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. You chose your, to yeah. increase your risk. Is this a private party or can any score crash? So, new Coke is catching on. The taste is better and newer than...
3: <laughs> you said the P word.
2: So, what I want to know is, if you're drinking Coke... Who's drinking Pepsi?
0: If you can't beat it, catch the wave. Go, go.
2: Holy shit. This is, this was so fucking racist. This came from the Daily Beast. Newt Gingrich goes full Great Replacement Theory on Fox.
0: Let me see if I can play it. Look, they don't, they don't come all the way across Mexico for the purpose of visiting for two days. They want to be in America. And I think what's hard for most of us to accept is that the anti American left would love to drown traditional classic Americans with as many people. Holy shit. What do you mean, traditional? What are you saying? That is what just, is,
2: that's straight code for what white exact, people. What bro. exactly are you saying? What? Traditional, I'm a traditional classical, classical American. American. I'm a classical liberal. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Traditional classic American, by which I mean white people. Oh, classic American. Classic. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, that's, sorry. That was that's a little was a slip what up. I mean to say
3: is classic yeah. classic American. Classic American. <laughs> There's American and American classic. It's like
2: Coke. They, yeah. Well, they they tried they tried. <laughs> There's new American. And American <laughs> they tried American <laughs> Crystal yeah. or whatever. Oh, it didn't. Man. It didn't yeah. take off. Yeah.
0: Yeah people as they can, who know nothing of American history, nothing of American tradition, nothing of the rule of law. And
3: there's no way to learn any of those things either, Tom. So not only do they not know it, right, when they come in, which, who the fuck cares, but then there's no way that any of those people would ever do that. Well, and threw through
2: the rule of law the rule there. Of law. They don't right. know the rule of the law. As if to suggest that these are, honestly, the they're, suggestion here is that they're, they're beasts. beasts anarchists. That they're, they're, they're animals, thorn, they're, right? Yeah, exactly. That they come from ungoverned Lawless societies, right? Right.
3: Holy shit, man! Yeah, yeah no. I mean, it's he's he's rolling to racism now. That he's
0: not it's running. So, again. It's so yeah. it's so
2: out there. It's the quiet part out loud.
0: Yeah. I think that, that when you go and you look at the radical left. Uh, this is their, their ideal model is to get rid of the rest of us because we believe in George Washington or we believe in the Constitution. Uh, and you, you see this behavior over and over again. Man, I would
2: get rid of the rest of you. Oh, I'll tell you God. what. I And I would embrace an America based on diversity. And I no. would absolutely d- embrace an oh. America that takes in refugees God. and gives people an opportunity because- None of us fucking deserve to be here.
3: I remember when we were like years ago before <laughs> we lost the fucking degenerate. So you still listen to this show. So mm-hmm. like back when we were just in uh, a show that made fun of atheist stuff. Yeah. Uh, there was some people who listened who, you know, might not have like, might not have might agreed not agree with, our agree politics, with our politics. Yeah. And I remember one fucking idiot. I get into an argument with one idiot on, the, on, on Twitter because he was saying, because uh, we were talking about, Uh, Coach Dave talking about how diversity is the devil or one of those assholes was saying diversity is the devil. And it's a diversity's fucking amazing, and I talked about how great it was living where I was living. I was living in the South Loop at the time, and I was talking about how I used to go down and go get tamales and watch, uh, you know, a Mexican guy talk to a a, a guy who who's from China, and they're having a conversation, you know, that doesn't that's not even it's not even the same language, but they're right. able to talk to each other and buy stuff from each other and all this. And it was just it was a cool thing to sort of be. It's a small melting pot, you know. Right. It's at this little flea market that I used to go to, and I remember some fucking just idiots who listen to our show and I'm happy I'm so fucking happy they don't listen anymore they they had said oh yeah well you know diversity is actually really bad and then we started getting into it and I was it was about the time that we were going to go to QED for the first time okay and i remember saying them saying yeah well don't get on the tube cuz you're going to get raped or something by the the you know mongrel races or whatever Holy they, shit. it was awful it was just awful And I remember just how being thinking, how fucking stupid do you have to be just to like that? I don't like religion, right? That's why you listen. That's the thing that listen you listen to this show for is that I don't like religion. Like, go away. Don't ever listen. I don't fucking want you to listen. I don't want you to I don't want you to be here. I don't want you to hear my voice. I want you to go listen to fucking some fucking other asshole who figured out the easiest fucking thing in the world mm-hmm. that there isn't a god, right? right. The yeah. easiest fucking answer ever, there isn't a god. Go listen to that guy cuz you're going to go have fun. Don't come back because I want to make sure that, you know, like like diversity is important. Inclusion is important. It's super important. It's more, and it should be important to us atheists. It should be very important to us, us atheists. There's a story in here that we might not get to. We're talking about how people don't trust atheists, yep. right? They don't trust them. They don't like them. They don't want to be around them. They don't want to, them to express their individual liberty about what they what they believe and mm-hmm. what they don't believe. They don't want that in the workplace. And, and fucking, I, I just, I hear this fucking guy and and how he has to talk. And I just think, what the fuck? Why do we let these people run half our government half the time? I,
2: man, because we are an insanely racist country. That's we the are. only answer, man. And I, I will say five years ago, I would have said, no, we are not. We are better than that. That's a minority. You're right. You're right. And five years later, I'm like, no, man, we're a fucking insanely racist country. And shame on me for not seeing it and knowing it earlier. Yeah. Shame on me for having to have it, having to have these guys walk around with a fucking neon banner over their head before I saw it because it was always out there and it was always fucking visible. And I didn't have to see it and that's why I didn't see it. Sure. You know, sure. And so Me so I, I want to raise too. my hand and recognize yeah. that was my miss. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have to see it either. I wasn't <clears throat> yeah. confronted with it. The racism isn't new. Yeah. It's just I didn't see it because I it wasn't in my face in the same way. And that's yeah. That's and, that's on me.
3: And there was, you know, there's there's that thought when we first started about like, oh well, you know, this is all gonna go away. Yeah. Racism's no. never gonna go no. away. It's never gonna. They, we're just, we're just surrounded by people that are just too stupid to let it go.
0: The hero's name is Johnny Reb. Hurrah, hurrah. most famous cannon you can get. Hurrah, hurrah. Oh, Johnny Reb
1: is ready now. Load him up. Hurrah. And we'll all feel gay when Johnny gets marching home. Be sure you get Johnny Rep, Remco's authentic Civil War cannon. 1198, complete with loader, cannonballs, tow rope, and battle flag. Remember, every boy wants a Remco toy, and so do girls.
2: This story comes from Salon. Trump's coup came so close to working. Do the American people even care? So I just, I got to read this part right from the article. CNN reports that Trump pressured then-acting Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen to make a false declaration, quote, in an attempt to help Republican members of Congress try to overturn the election result, according to notes of a December 2020 call Trump held with Rosen and acting Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue. Just say that the election was corrupt and leave the rest to me and the Republican congressman, Trump said on the call, according to Donahue's notes. Donahue's contemporaneous notes were provided to the House Oversight Committee and are the latest evidence of Trump's efforts to pressure the Justice Department to support his false claims of election fraud as he tried to overturn his November loss to Joe Biden. Holy shit. We knew he was doing it
3: behind closed doors though. Man. I mean, I think we all knew what he was doing behind closed doors, but there was that one moment where I i don't know who told him to do it. And i i I really wish I knew... The sequence of events that made him do that one speech, where he looked like he was being held at gunpoint. Oh, point, I know. I really wish I knew Who? this yeah, because if right. he's this brazen with his own attorney general, people that have to write things down when they have these conversations, uh, yeah, like this these stuff, are public record notes, these have to be these have to be yeah. kept. He's so stupid that he doesn't realize it's going to get out there, or he doesn't care.
2: Yeah. Well, I think he thought it would work. Yeah. Right. I it, and the thing is, if it had worked. If, if the uh, attorney general had come out and said that that was a false election, imagine the size of the coup. Like the insurrection would have been, I mean, we would have been in a civil war, man. I, I don't, don't think care. that's an exaggeration
3: either. Because the, con- the country is
2: essentially split down the middle. Right. We, we could have had an armed... An arm two, like, an and armed he, would have, coup, stayed, an he would have stayed in yeah. office. He would have stayed Holy, in he office, would have, and he would have been, and he would have been able to declare martial law and leverage the national. Yeah. Do- we could have been. We were so close. If a handful of individual people had gone along with it, yeah. had caved to that sure. pressure, sure. had made these announcements publicly from from other branches of trusted government, yeah, saying we, repeating his bullshit. It's one thing for the guy who's obviously self motivated to repeat sure. it. But man, we came so close. But there was so
3: many. I mean, like this doesn't surprise me because we heard that phone call.
0: Yeah.
2: That phone call where he
3: called Georgia and he said, look, I, I just want you to find this many votes. Just Fuck. find this many votes. And everybody was saying, oh, what he's trying to say is that you need to find those votes in the sense that like uh, they were actually my votes and you need to find. No, I don't think
2: so. No, I, I think he but was when saying. When I listen to yeah. that,
3: I do not feel like he was saying. No, we listened to that yeah, whole call. Yeah, we listened to that whole call. And that whole call is, one, it's fucking cringy as fuck because he's such an idiot. I can't believe that guy got elected. I'm just blown away that f- that many people in America, more people, the, the, he got the second most votes in the history of America. I
2: know. And he I is know.
3: fucking barely literate. He is He is genuinely a stupid, stupid person. Yep. And I can't believe that that many people think that that's a leader. I just can't. It just, it, it boggles my mind. I'm amazed that people think that's strength. Yeah. They, they confuse that blow hard with strength. He's so pathetic. Jesus. And when he's on that call, he's genuinely pathetic.
2: Yes. Yeah. He's and begging he's like a baby. Begging.
3: And then he's talking about, and, and he's trying to, he's tr- he's he's like a guy who walks in and tries to pull the change game on you. You know, right. That's, yeah. So that's what he felt like. Yeah. I mean, that's seriously that All right. Call, I'm going to start with
2: 10. You give me yeah. back a five and two fives and a single. T- yeah. Right. Yeah. That it's whole. Seriously,
3: yeah. it's like it feels like a right. change game. Uh huh. And I was just, I, I, I could, I, and they weren't taking it. They weren't having it, but that was just one, that was just one level that he was trying. He tried multiple levels and ones we have no idea about. Clearly he tried to pressure Bill Barr. Yeah. Barr wasn't having it. He was trying to pressure this guy. He wasn't having it. These people, you know, they protected democracy in some way you know, granted they enabled them all the way up until that point, but they, they did protect democracy. Yeah. And this is, Oof. this is one of those things that hopefully they're able to fucking question him on.
2: Man. It's just, it's amazing to me. It's constantly amazing to me. Cecil, how much the world sometimes can come down to one person. Yeah. Just one dude who wakes up in a bed and takes a shit in a toilet. And you're just like, you, we should all be. Cause the thing is like, Me and everybody I know are inconsequential. Yeah. You know? Myself and everybody that I've ever met, we could gather together in a room and stomp our fucking feet and shake our fists at the sky as much as we want, and we really can't do dick all. And then somehow, just one guy, like Jeffrey Rosen in this case, right? Jeffrey Rosen, if he had just caved, if he had caved to this political pressure, and he had to be feeling it, right? If he had done the math in his head a little bit differently, if he had thought if I do this, what do I get out of it? He'd been a, a more craven or more yeah. ambitious or more just more sycophantic. Yeah. Right. It's amazing how much keeps coming down in history to one fucking dude. One baffle. And it feels yeah. so tenuous. Always does. doesn't it?
3: Always does. It always does. It's like, it's like hearing about that story about the one guy who stopped the nuclear attack.
2: Yeah. You know? And you're like, it doesn't that make you shit a yeah. little? Yeah. Yeah,
3: man. Yeah, you're my absolutely. mouth goes dry. There's one dude who's just like, nah, that ain't it. Yeah, and then he saves the whole world. And now there's humanity again, yeah. and they're still able to have it because he he's like, nah, it's a fucking bird or whatever. Right, he's like, fucking, I'm not going to be the guy that, I'm not that ends that. the world. Tonight. I'm not doing that. And 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 that's that's this guy. Yeah, because because this could have easily, like you said, turned into a horror show, and and we got lucky a bunch of times. Man. Uh, throughout his presidency. We got lucky a bunch of times because he was always trying to, to dig himself into that position. Yep. Dig himself in, dig himself in. Gosh, I hope... I just... I just want to see him go away, but he's not. There's another story I know. that we have I know. where he supposedly has a secret cabinet where the, got, yeah. the idea is that he's out talking to these people, this Madison Cawthorn, who's clearly a cartoon dog. <laughs> it's said, such a cartoon dog Isn't name. it 100% uh, yeah. Madison Cawthorn? Or it's, you know what it is? It's it's a it's a crow in a straw hat. Madison Cawthorn, hundred percent a crow in a straw hat. But seriously, he's fucking he's talking to this guy and he's having a conversation at a, at a table and this guy's taking surreptitious pictures. Pictures to be oh look at us here we are at, right. I, at we're the we're the shadow cabinet
2: behind. There's no cabinet. No, he, but that just plays into the Q shit, man. Yep, I think they do that intentionally because they're feeding the. They, if if you're one of these fucking Q loons who's convinced that. There is a secret government and that Biden is the front for it and that really things are still being run. Then, because they're they're using terminology from that story there, he's talking about, he refers to Trump as President Trump, not former
3: President Trump. No, you're right.
2: And he's talking about his cabinet. Yeah. So he's talking about him as if he is currently in power. I think that's a direct feed right to those people. To Absolutely. Keep them engaged.
3: Yeah, and keep them engaged with the political process so that if, if anything happens in the future, they'll be there to vote.
0: Yeah. They'll so vote, they'll show up you know, in 22. Up do, yeah.
3: Sorry for the interruption. The what? Well, that's what a commercial is, basically, right? Uh, don't tell them that. Why not? Let's be upfront about this. This is a commercial. Hold it. Don't zap me yet.
2: I usually zap the commercials. I understand. But you can really use these books. Know what they are? Encyclopedia Britannica. I've seen your commercials. Good. But I think I'm too young to use it.
0: That's what a lot of I'll people... I'll handle it. F- <clears throat> This is for all ages.
3: Here you go. Ready reference. What are you studying? Elephants. Volume 4. Check it out.
2: They're endangered. I know.
3: So, Tom, for this week's book club, we read Demon Haunted World Chapter 3. This is The Man on the Moon and the Face on Mars. Uh... Really interesting chapter that starts out talking about patterns, talking yep. about what we see. Human brain is great at recognizing patterns. Uh, we're very good at it. Uh, it's funny. I was When I was reading this, I was thinking about being on the streets in Chicago. And streets in Chicago are normally pretty, pretty pretty packed. And I can pick my wife walking out away, like a, far yeah, away, very right. far away. I can see her walking and From know a, it's her. And I know it's her. Right. I know it's her. And that's a pattern I recognize because I've seen her so many times and I know how she walks and I know I, I just know her. And and humans are great at this. We're really good at it. But we're also good at seeing patterns where they're just it's just a pattern and it's not an actual face or it's not an actual thing. It's we just see things and we think it's something. You know who who hasn't, as a kid, laid up and looked at the clouds, yeah, and picked out, oh, that one looks like a. You see the face, and then do you yeah. see the dragon behind it? How mm-hmm. it's doing? And then there's a koala bear riding the dragon. You know what I mean? Right. So there's like yeah. a million things happening. I've done that a hundred times in my life.
2: By the way, I would love to see a koala bear ride a dragon. <laughs> I want that real. Someone battle. needs to show me to make a picture a, of dry, a koala yeah. riding a Tom dragon. will get it
3: tattooed on his <laughs> chest.
2: <yeah. That's laughs> not true. I, not on my
3: chest. <laughs> but in any case, uh, he talks about that, and he has a he he really says a lot about what we call pareidolia, right? Yep. So that idea of hey, you know, there's a lot of patterns in nature. There's a lot of patterns, and he talks about tortillas at one point, which is great because he's talking about tortillas and they're finding Jesus' faces on tortillas. And he says, well, with all the tortillas that are stamped, right? it would be impossible for that not to look like something, yeah. right? It would be impossible of for course. it uh, to not to look like a thing. And so he's talking about this uh, for most of the chapter where he's talking about uh, pareidolia. He finally shifts to his angle, which is astronomy. And his angle is talking about the face on Mars, where mm-hmm. he's talking about the face on Mars, which was taken by a Voyager. Went over and it took a photo, and half of a a mountain, like a hill, is covered in shadow. And so it looks like a face, half covered in shadow. And if you see that image,
2: that original image, it really looks looks very facey. It looks great. It looks great. It looks like a, and it
3: does very much match what a Sphinx looked like, the Sphinx face. So people immediately thought it was something. They, within minutes, actually. Uh, we're able to high res that thing up and take away some of the stuff and say no, it's there's nothing on the other side. And, and that's
2: the other thing when you when you take away the shadow, yeah. and you look at a higher resolution image, but it looks like nothing. There's it, it, the any semblance to a face disappears 100%. Immediately. I look at it at a high res, especially right. now.
3: Now, this is before Carl uh, Carl died before this happened, but we did take another very high res version of that. And so there's now a, a, an ultra high res version. It looks nothing like it, but it just, it's a trick of light and a trick of the camera and, and you know, that's just what it looks like. And that spawned the whole face on Mars thing. And that's, and that, and, and in this chapter, he's essentially saying, that it's fun to believe these things, but they're not true. Right. And he gets to the end of the chapter and he's talking about, he's talking about Weekly World News. Yeah, he uses it a lot. And what's funny is, 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 you know, you look back on that and you think, oh, come on, the Weekly World News. But, you know, the Weekly World News was on, it was in every supermarket. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day when we first started the show, I might turn to you and say, oh, come on, the Weekly World News, the Weekly World News. But how crazy how much crazier is Bat Boy than QAnon?
2: It's yeah, I know. I thought the same thing. I thought I thought when I read the Weekly World News, it felt like cute because it felt very '90s, right? It felt yeah. very a moment of its time. Yeah, and I remember buying the Weekly World News and reading it as a joke and thinking it was funny and like it silly. And it was, and it was, and it was, and it was. And it, was. And it
3: was like the Onion, <clears throat> but it was with supernatural stuff, right. and it was goofy. It was, but there were people
2: in the world who believed it. Well, and I and I was thinking when I was reading this, I was like. Thing is that the Weekly World News was like the internet, like diet watered down internet. Yeah, right. It's anybody can say anything, and there will be people who immediately recognize that's bullshit, and then there are other people who are absolutely convinced that that shit is true, and then there's a huge number in the middle who are convinced that maybe some of it's a little true. Yeah, it's not all right. Fake. It's not and all bullshit. Some elements feel more true than others. The the, the thing with pareidolia. It's like, it's fun to look up at the clouds and to see that, you know, koala bear riding a, a dragon. That is fun to do. The problem is that when you are unable to know the difference between seeing a face and being like, I know that sometimes faces appear in rocks and tortillas versus there is, this is part of a larger narrative that I then plug the pareidolia into. And it immediately now is like, Jesus appeared, and Jesus is part of this larger narrative, and this is proof of this religious concept. And now these other things are true because of this. So when when we when we let our the tricks of our mind reinforce these broader narratives, we run into real problems. Yeah. And he talks about that in the book too. There are sure. people who vehemently believe in this astronomical bullshit, cities and villages and yeah. all this shit on Mars for which there is. No evidence. Yeah. But they plug it into a narrative they've kind of already established. And then it simply becomes proof of something that already wasn't.
3: Right, right. And there's this great, I want to read this bit. He's talking about the Weekly World News in the previous previous paragraph. And in the previous paragraphs, he's talking about the Weekly World News and how the Weekly World News was using a image of Clinton with a image of a guy in a wheelchair saying that he met with John F Kennedy John who actually survived <laughs> his his uh his assassination right. attempt and here they are years later and now they're talking they're actually having a conversation or th- for some reason it was dropped that there's a doomsday asteroid allegedly uh top secret document quotes that the top scientists are you know, talking about this asteroid and they're talking They're keeping Clinton minute by minute up to date on this asteroid. And here's what he says. He says, some see this as just some kind of fun. However, we live in a time when a real long-term statistical threat of an impact of an asteroid with the earth has been identified. Government agencies are studying what to do about it. Stories like this suffuse the subject with apocalyptic exaggeration and whimsy and make it difficult for the public to distinguish real perils from tabloid fiction and conceivably can implode our ability to take precautionary steps to mitigate the danger. How relevant is that to all the <laughs> threats we deal with Every day. On, on so many levels that come from misinformation? Yep. How, how relevant is that to all of it, right? Uh, you know... Yeah, when they talked about when they talked about uh when they de- when they tried to say there was no Russia meddling, right? Mm-hmm. And look at how that destabilized that conversation. Look at the mask debate. Look at how that destabilized yep. that conversation. All of these things, uh, all this misinformation, he saw it back then. He knew it was a problem, and that's when it was and the Weekly
2: was, World News. It was a problem, and he was trying to warn us, yeah. right? And it, what 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 strikes me too, Cecil is. The, the tabloidization of politics that we see now, right? So top scientists say this. That's the same thing as all the best people. All the best people, right? It, it. It's, I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to tell you who, but I'm going to refer to some group over here in the distance. Yeah. This this group by which I am vetted, I'm, I'm given authority and weight to the thing I'm about to make up and lie to you about. And Weekly World News knew how to write that, right? Sure. They, they, top scientists agree that this thing, or you know, yeah. experts weigh in on this. Never but mention they never who say it is. Who. They never say who it is. As soon as, as you name it, a name, Russian scientist says, exactly. says this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Top doctors reveal all that shit. It's the same. You we watched that slow motion car crash. Four years of that slow yeah, motion absolutely. car crash, but now that's the forever world, right? Because it's made its way into the mainstream. That's yeah. now, that's every fucking meme you see, yeah. right? Memes rely on that same trope. They rely on that same um, lack of specificity to gain access to credibility. Yeah. It's a tabloidization of our of our thinking. Yeah. And it's really fucking dangerous. It was dangerous in the 90s when it was like in its training wheels yeah, stage. Yeah,
3: when it was a fucking supermarket tabloid paper.
2: Yeah. That you picked
3: up on impulse. Right. Now it's, Way worse than that. That's hopped up on fucking steroids, man. It's jacked now. He is. He is again, though. Always bringing it back to this. This is his main idea, and he's always. He's you know what I love about this chapter is he starts out with a really rational explanation for why people see these things. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to mock anybody. He's no. not trying to say any of that stuff. He's saying, "Look, here is the deal. We we do see these things, and we see these things." In tortillas, and we see a, you know, a a, a a a mother, what mother, what is the, what is the Virgin Mary, Virgin, Virgin. Mary, <laughs> like Mother Teresa? That's not, not it. That's I not was mother, mother Teresa. Goose, mother I was like, Teresa. Like, it's, <laughs> it's Virgin Mary on a fucking overpass, yeah, or whatever. And you know, the thing is, is like like you're inundated with these images all the time so why wouldn't you see it somewhere yeah. you know why wouldn't you see that thing somewhere and it and it means like you said it means something to those people it means it means that the that the thing that they believe is talking to them right and conversely whenever any anybody ever says that's not the case there's again those conspiracy people especially when it came to Uh, The face on Mars that right away say, You're trying to hide the truth. Yeah. Right. You're trying to hide this from us. So even if you come out within days to show them the image, they say, Oh, well, you just changed it because you don't want us to see what it really is.
2: Because, and, and I was thinking while you were saying that, we need to start off by recognizing that the fucking meat vehicle that you drive around in all day is imperfect. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's so imperfect. I, there, there is this like, overblown sense of trust that we place in our own sense, Absolutely, yeah. And in our own experience. Yeah. But like you're driving around in a deeply imperfect meat machine. Yeah. It makes lots of mistakes. It is not good at lots of things. It makes too many assumptions all the time. It's trying to do the quickest, laziest calculation it, it can pop all the time. Or it's, try- are- or it's trying to keep you alert of right. something,
3: right? So I, I have this thing where I, well, when I fall asleep, I sometimes hear a slam. Right. I'll hear these slams and I'll be like, what the fuck was that? And I think it's a door or something, but it's not a door because I know I locked all the doors right. or whatever. You know, I know I'm okay. I know it's my brain just waking me up. My brain doesn't want me to right. sleep. My brain's trying to wake me up. My brain's doing this thing that knows I'm going to wake up to. Yeah, And right. so I do it. But I don't think it's a ghost, and I don't. I know it's just my
2: stupid brain. But if you if you had a different mindset, I might think you it's you might a ghost. think that was a ghost. You might think you were haunted, Cecil. Yeah, right. You might end up with a priest in your house walking around exercising well, demons to get rid sage. of. There's something slams the door every night. You know, the the our inability or unwillingness to recognize that our meat isn't good. Yeah. We have to guard ourselves against the imperfections of the human condition and constantly be aware of the ways. That our meat and our minds are tricking us. Yeah. If we're not, if we place too much trust in that, if, we're, if we believe the faces in the rocks, really we're left there by aliens trying to commit, we, we lead ourselves down yeah. a, a dangerous path. Yeah, for sure. So,
3: uh, Tom, before, we, before we, we finish this out, we did want to talk about the two comments that we did get. Uh, why don't you read these? First one is Diego.
2: What's interesting about giving meaning to patterns is that they don't need to be visual ones. We search and find patterns in our continuous experience, in my understanding. Our reality can be summarized in what agents and patterns we find. For instance, our tendency to assume that if something happened before another thing, then it must be its cause. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. This is why magic works. We use people's assumptions, assumptions that are born and updated because of the day-to-day found patterns. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very true. It's uh, not so, And assuming because one thing followed another thing that they are causally related is, is that's that's a big problem that's
3: so human yep. that is so yep. human think about just think about every time you've ever heard anybody talk about autism and vaccines yep that's a hundred percent
2: that's the whole like vaccine adverse yep. re- reporting system that's all it yep. is that's yep. all it is the next
3: one is from daniel
2: i haven't read it but i've listened to every chapter so far some of the prose is almost poetic not necessarily what I expected from a scientist. I've never seen his TV show. not sure if it aired in the UK. Sagan's love of science is woven through every line um, that's from Dan in Liverpool.
3: yeah, no, it's very true. Uh, he is it, it, like I said last week and we put it on on our Facebook page this week the the pale blue dot I mentioned last week is beautifully written he's a terrific <laughs> he's a writer. terrific writer yeah. and his and his writing is so well done in this. Uh, he he writes very much like a novelist. Like mm-hmm. he is writing like a novelist. It is not written as if it were a, a a scientific paper. He is he's an excellent writer and it comes through on this. If you if you hear Tom read it or if you hear him read it, it might hear mm-hmm. him. I don't know who's reading his his audiobook. Uh, I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know who reads it. If he read it or if someone else reads it. Um, you can definitely hear him say the pale blue dot because he reads that out loud. And that's
2: amazing when you hear him and, read. It. And his voice sounds like Agent Smith to me. 100%. From, like it sounds so yeah. much like Agent Smith from yeah. The Matrix. Yeah.
3: It's it's the way it's written. He just has a good grasp of the language. Yeah. And he's very, very talented writer. The next chapter we're going to read is just entitled Aliens. Um, this is chapter four in Demon Island World. So if you want to follow along, chapter four next week. Tom's going to read it for patrons. So if you're a patron, Tom's going to read it aloud, and uh, that comes right into your podcast feed. And then, uh, and then, of course, we're encouraging everybody that wants to go buy this book that's the, on Audible. Very it's on. Book. It's on. You know, you can find it in Barnes and Noble. You can find it on Abe Books. There's tons of places to buy this book. Excellent book. Excellent reference material just to keep around. I I, I just yeah. re- I recognize just paging through it how how useful it is just to have on my bookshelf. Yeah, How it's just a useful book to have. So catch us next week, Demon Haunted World, chapter four.
2: I will say too, um, somebody asked, I think there was one or two people that asked which version I'm reading. There are multiple versions, I guess, of this book. I'm reading the Kindle version. Okay. So if there are some minor nomenclature differences, I'm um, to understand that there might be more than one version. Maybe it's gone through edits. Yeah. I'm reading the version on Kindle because it's on my computer screen, which is... By my microphone,
3: yeah. <laughs> so that's the one that it's I'm easy, reading, easy to read, yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, so check it out. Pick up the book if you haven't. We're really enjoying it. This is this is a project that Tom and I are really enjoying, uh, and uh, hopefully, people will uh, will join in and 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 chime in and, and let us know what they think. <laughs> so we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest ones: Paul, Nathan, Daniel seal maybe amanda burns art stewart jason baron von Krogs, patropus i don't know uh I like that. patropus patropus jake jeff and the people who up their pledges michael and douglas thank you so much for your generous donations we really do truly appreciate it you guys are the reason why we can have employees why we can do fun stuff like live stream uh, and why we can order pizza before we <laughs> before we work.
2: For um, real. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't have a Glory Hole Studios without you guys. Yeah, um, yeah. And you've really made it possible to turn this show into something um, so much more than it was when we first started. Yeah. So we're
3: grateful to you guys. Very grateful. Thank you so much.
2: We didn't get a ton of email this
3: week. We want to talk about a little bit of it. Um, we wanted to give a shout out to Caitlin, who's, who became a patron after
2: listening to us for 10 years. 10 years. Look, if you've been listening for 10 years and you haven't been a patron you're stealing from us. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think it's great. So That's thanks, great. Thanks,
3: thank Caitlin. you. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much for,
3: <laughs> for joining in. We also got a message from, uh, this is from Kyle. He's talking about uh, ketchup chips and he's like, he can't agree with guys more on how gross ketchup chips Ugh. are. I guess he didn't know they existed, but then uh, when he was deployed, he had to eat them and he's like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> but he said, here's something he said at the end. That said, the best flavored milk... Uh, including banana milk, which was just fantastic. That's what he had while he was deployed. So Banana, banana milk, milk? That sounds good. I you bet know, it would be know, really Back good. in the day, Quick used to have a banana milk. Did they really? So they had a strawberry, a banana, and a chocolate.
2: Oh. And so... Could you... Uh, if you mixed them together? It'd be Neapolitan. Whoa! That'd be amazing. Uh, I don't know about that. It would be amazing. You got to mix them. No, got to mix them. Never scoop. Would always be scoop across. Would not be good, Tom. Wouldn't always scoop
3: across. Uh, we got a message from Scott, and Scott says regarding the library discussion: three apps that I love are Libby, Canopy, which is with a spelled with a K, and Hoopla. You sign in with your library card, and then you have access to electronic resources,
2: including ebooks, audiobooks, movies, and TV shows. I I. I don't have a library card anymore. I got to get one. I moved and I just realized I have not gotten a library I I, I
3: I had one for downtown Chicago,
2: but I don't have one for Minnesota. I had one a few years ago, but I moved and I don't have one. Yeah, have I got to get
3: a library card. I'll have to get one too. And I feel like yeah. I should probably sign up for some of this stuff because I really do feel like libraries are a very important resource they and are. I should use them more often. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got a message from Jess who told us a very long story about a, a, how re- how very rigorous it is for scientists to become scientists they're talking about a phd uh, a phd thesis or a master's thesis I think and how difficult that was to watch their brother
2: go through this long long grueling process yeah there, there's nothing it's not un, it's not they're not there to satisfy your ego yeah they are there to rigorously examine whether or not you are in possession of the faculties to earn that. Degree. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, and <clears> so, uh, so yeah, I, I,
3: and you know, you hope they're all like that. Yeah. You hope they're all like that. Got an image from Seth, which so is good. just so great. Uh, the image itself is hilarious because of the outside, uh, the, the, captioning. the captioning is just so good. So, uh, so we're going to post it on this week's show notes be sure to join us next week when we're going to be covering Demon Haunted World Chapter 4, Aliens, which I'm sure is going to be super good. <laughs> super exciting.
2: I, I The thing is that with Carl Sagan, it really will be good. It
3: really will be good. Yeah. And you know, of the things that Carl Sagan really wanted to be true, you know he wanted there to be aliens yeah. that you could speak to. You know he wanted that to be true more than anything. Like crazy. But, you know, you got to, what you want to be true,
0: what (laughs) is true. You got to be able to draw that line. You got
3: to be able to draw it. And I think this book is exactly what that is. There is a whole, that whole message of this book is that, you know, what you want to be true and what is true, you need to be able to draw that line between those two things. So join us next week. We're going to be joining, we're going to be doing a Demon Hunter World. It'll be a lot of fun. Also join us for our live stream. So we're having a lot of fun. We watched a Blobfish interview a guy who rode on a motorcycle this week, which was super exciting. Who was his visitor? His visitor. You'll have to watch the video to oh. find out. Oh, yeah. And, You're holding it back. You'll from- also have to watch the video for this super hyper-realistic photo that they took of this guy <laughs> on his motorcycle.
2: You guys, seriously, check out the live streams. If you miss them on Thursday nights live, go to the YouTube channel and oh, yeah. watch them there. Yeah, YouTube, They're fun. YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, they're
3: all saved. So go check them out. But this week, you got to see the picture. It's just so worthwhile.
2: All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed.
0: Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno Babylon bullshit.